Right now, you're listening to the season two finale here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. I just want to honestly say before I begin the show, thank you. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for letting me babble your ears off for as long as I have these this, over this past year alone, not even just these past six months with season two, but since the beginning of Babbling with Jazz, thank you for allowing me to be my true authentic self and just pour into you. Thank you for literally being a part of the Babble fam. Um, we have so much work to do and I'm so excited for 2020 and I'm just so proud of all of us because there has been a shift in our lives. We can't fight it and we can't ignore it. There has been a big transformation with all of us because of this show and to understand that this is just the beginning for us in that there's so much more that God is going to give us and show us and reveal to us. This is the time to get excited. This is the time to get hype. So in this episode, I answered some questions. Um, I also made some comments about humbling yourself because some people getting a little too comfortable and getting a little cocky now because God's starting to bless you and elevate you. And now you're trying to let that pump your head up. Uh uh-uh. Humble yourself because God does say that those who are proud will get humbled. God is going to humble those who can't humble themselves. So please humble yourself or God will humble you for you. Okay. But thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. If you could share your favorite episode to someone who you know needs it, just or to your homegirl, your, 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 your neighbor, somebody, send it to them and leave an Apple podcast review. Um, and, you know, just for the show, if you love it, man, I just want to say that, man. Thank you. And let's begin the show. What's poppin' y'all? You're listening to the Babbling with Jazz podcast, where I, your host, Jasmine Charlie, hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth. I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. Hey, what's poppin' with you? Welcome back to another episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast with your favorite girl, Jasmine Charlie. Yep, that's me. I'm your girl. I'm your girl. Your girl, Jazz. But welcome back to the show, y'all. Um, this is a bittersweet day because <laughs> this is the season two finale. Season two is coming to a close. Um, season two has been running for six months strong. And literally, this has just been such an amazing six months. I mean, we've literally cried together, grown together, transformed together, laughed together, screamed together. Like we've done so much together. Like, and just to understand that this is literally just the beginning for all of us. Like, can you really stop and literally think about that? Like, yo, like we literally haven't seen nothing yet. Come, ooh, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Jesus, it is so much. Um, But honestly, I just want to thank you for just being a part of the Babel fam and just really letting me babble your ears off. Like, thank you. I really, I really do thank you because I promise you for real, for real, like I promise you, I love to talk. And sometimes I just be wanting to say some stuff and it's just like, dang, I don't got nobody to talk about this with because half the time people just talk about the same old nonsense that really don't matter. Like, can we have some intellectual, insightful conversations, please? Some conversations that are beneath the surface. That's that's what I'm into. But, you know, it's hard to find people who actually are interested in stuff like that and to find, you know, that's why I create this podcast. And then just to know, like, people like you are literally listening in 
being tuned in all across the world every single week. Like, I really thank you for that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for actually not even just listening, but applying the life gems that I'm speaking on the show. And like you, you see the transformation. Like you know that I'm not just saying this and pulling it out my booty crack. Like no, it's it's some real stuff that literally is going to change and transform your life. So um, season two has been a movie. I want to know though, what do you think to you personally? What was your favorite episode of this season so far? What was your favorite episode? Let me think of my favorite episode. Ooh, I don't even know. Get back to me by the end of the show. Maybe by the end of the show, uh, I'll uh, I'll be able to say what my favorite episode is. Um, But today, I have so many questions. I know I haven't done Axe Jazz in so long. Literally, I think it's been like two months. The DMs are overflowing. I unfortunately will not be able to get to all the questions, but it's okay. It's okay because look, season three, look, check it out. Check it out. Season three, though, I'm going to answer them. I promise you, if you've DM me or emailed me a question, they're going to get answered in due time I promise you so I picked a ham a handful of these questions some of these questions are very interesting I love to start these conversations um and answer some of y'all questions um and then I want to just leave off with the word but before I jump into the question okay you know I gotta babble just a tad bit just a little bit just a little bit okay just a tad bit before I answer these questions I um want to emphasize just really briefly really briefly the importance of making time for God in your life. I'm saying that because there are times where even me, a busy bee like me, I'd be so busy and stuff like that. But when you consciously set a time throughout in your schedule, I'm like, no, this is me and God's time. Like just how you set time in your schedule to go to work or to go to class or hang out with the homegirls, the homeboys, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, literally Put God in your schedule and say, no, this is me and God's time. Ain't no phone. Ain't no this. Ain't no that. God is just me and you. We vibing. Um, Me personally, I've been, you know, lately been working on being more conscious of that because I really want my relationship with him to be, it is top priority. It is top priority. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me something. Let me cut myself off real quick. I'm cutting my own self off. Um, Some of us have oh holy spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus some of us and i promise i'm going to get to these questions holy spirit let's not run off on a tangent now we're just gonna we just gonna drop this gym and we just gonna keep it pushing you think they ready for it they gotta get ready for it holy spirit okay um some of us i really want you more than anything to understand the importance of being humble humbleness is key humbleness is everything god literally the bible even says god opposes the proud aka the prideful pride is the opposite of humble and i'm saying this because god is saying that 2020 is going to be such an amazing year that God is going to be opening doors and doing this and that. And the chains are already broken off your life. You're already free from bondage. There is no bondage. Every chain is broken. But sometimes we have to, some of us, God has broken the chains of bondage already, but your mind still thinks that you're in bondage. It's a mental thing. But back to my tangent, um, (laughs) God is going to do so much in 2020 for you and you need to remain humble. 
Do not boast. Do not let it get to your head thinking that you're better than the next person. I've, these past couple of weeks have been seeing so many people just, and it's, it's, it's not even, I see it throughout my everyday life reality anyway, but people who are so prideful, people who don't humble themselves, understand that every single door that is open for you, that a good door, I'm not even going to say good because the devil can be open to some doors for you too. Not every good thing is a God thing. Can we talk about it? Okay. Um, but understand that the favor, the blessings that you're getting is because of God and his grace and his love and his mercy. Don't get it twisted. So don't, when you start getting blessed, when God starts elevating you, don't dare, don't forget where you came from. And I'm not saying that that where you came from defines you, but remembering where you came from and where you started should always humble you. See, sometimes our past, yes, our past, some of us got some ugly past. I mean, we all do. I'm not even going to say some of us. We all have an ugly past. And that ugly past does not define who we currently are today. I am not my past. That is not who I am. But my past humbles me to make, and it, when I think of where I am now, and when I look at my past, it humbles me in the sense where it's like, I can never talk down on the next person or somebody who's in that same position that I once was in. And I cannot let the, the the elevation, the open doors boost my quote unquote ego or make me think that I'm better than the next person. Some of us are doing that and it needs to stop. I right now in the name of Jesus, cancel out the spirit of pride. Pride, you must go. The Bible even says pride was before the fall. God literally in the Bible will say, like literally, bro, the, the people, the prideful people will fall, but God will rise the humble, the humble people, people who are humble. So it's like understand and respect every single level that you're at. Don't knock the next person down, but just don't think that you're better than the next person come this next year, 2020. People starting, God is giving you vision. God is saying, okay, start this business, do this and that. And now you walking in it. And now you just think you all big boss, boss, boss. The, the money coming in, the people knowing who you are. You just think you good. You got it. Half of you aren't even including God no more. Oh, I feel you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we got to get to these questions. You over here dropping all these gems. Some of you, God has given you a word or God gave you a word. And you, and you went out and did the word, but then you didn't include God throughout the process. God said, okay, start that YouTube channel. And now you starting it, but you doing it out of your own strength. You thinking of all the ideas and concepts, you creating the videos. Like you didn't even come back to God and say, God, okay, let, let's do this YouTube thing together. Let's start this, this business venture together. Let's go to this university together. Because there's obviously some things that you want me to do, but I'm trying to take it into my own hands. You know what I'm saying? Prideful people just, ugh, it just makes my skin crawl. Humble yourself. Don't, there's no need to be selfish and, and, and stingy. Generate like, Literally, God is, it's its just so sad because it's like, God is the one that is opening these doors for you, moving mountains for you. But now you, you let that feed into your pride and ego so much that now when somebody else who is in a position where you can, where you can help them, 
now it's uh-uh. Or you know what I'm saying? You all about your 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 coin, your biz, but not willing to help and be a generous giver or to to help the next person. I'm just saying that's what the Holy Spirit want me to cover real quick. Humble yourself this 2020. If you don't humble yourself, God is going to humble you. Don't get prideful. Humble yourself. Please, for the love of God, if you don't take nothing else from today's episode, humble yourself. Holy Spirit is not playing. God is like, Jazz, I got so many amazing things for my children, 2020. And I don't want my children to miss out on these amazing blessings that I have because of their pride, because of their lack of humbleness. You want to know a quick way to get back being um, to the state of humbleness. If sometimes, you know, in your life journey, you uh, start slipping up or whatever, and you get a little prideful. Pray for the person that you don't like or despise. Pray for your enemies. And I mean, deep prayer, like pray into their life, like pray for their family, like pray literally for different things in their life. Pray for them. Talk to God about the people who backstabbed you. Oh, yeah. Humbleness. That's humbleness right there. You always got to clap back at people. But anyways, that's what the Holy Spirit wanted me to cover real quick. Cool. Now, let's jump into these questions that I got. First question I have here is, Jazz, your Mastering Yourself episode helped me in ways unimaginable. I've spent so much of my life trying to find the one, but in reality, I never took time to heal from my childhood and get rid of my toxic traits. In the episode, you said to evaluate your circle, and I did that. I know I have to make some cuts, which I'm okay with, but when it comes to my best friend, I don't want that to happen. I sent her the episode to listen to as well, and she loved it, but I don't think she's really committed to mastering herself. Do you think this will be a hindrance in my walk? I just want to help her grow. Thank you. Thank you so much um, for sending in um, not only your testimony, but also this question. I'm glad that the Mastering Yourself episode really, um, you know, resonated with you. Um, it's so interesting, though. Um, when I was literally reading this, the thing that really stuck out to me, you said, I know I have to make some cuts, which I'm okay with, but when it comes to my best friend, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> okay, sis, let me just be honest with you and break it down to you. Um, we're not always going to like um, the things that we are going to have to do on our walk. Now, I'm not saying that you have to cut her off. And even in the episode, I didn't necessarily say you had to cut people off, um, but necessarily protect your energy and the time that you're around certain people, like revoke some of your access um, to certain people. It's still love, but um, we can't be chilling out how much it like we used to. Um, but I'm saying what re that really stuck out to me when you said, but when it comes to my best friend, I don't want that to happen. I think um, just uh, something in that it's like, it's crazy how sometimes God can literally have, um, this blessing for us. Right. And in this case, um, mastering yourself, he, he wants us, God wants us to master ourselves so that we can literally live the fullness of our life. We can literally experience the fullness, what God has planned for us since the beginning, beginning of time. So it's like, in, in that aspect, it's like, okay, God literally may require for us to do some things, give up some things or start doing some things. But then here we go and say, okay, I'm willing to do all this. Okay, that cool. I like, I don't mind doing this. But this particular thing, I don't want to do that. 
because I I like this thing and I don't I don't want to do that. I don't want to change and and stuff like that. But that is really how God really truly gets your heart. It's easy for us to stop and cutting off like for instance, especially in friendships, it's easy to cut off the people who weren't really bringing anything to our table anyway to begin with. That it it really is easy for us to do that. It's really easy for us to let go of friendships who really weren't there for us like that. You know what I'm saying? But those friendships, like you said in this scenario, your best friend, you're like, but when it comes to my best friend, I don't want that to happen. Well, you have to really think God honestly doesn't care about your feelings. God said what he said. Now, like I said, I did not say that. Um, I don't know this. I don't know. You got to chop that up with the Lord. But if God said, cut your best friend off, he mean cut your best friend off. Like, Literally, like it's no in, if and or buts about that. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to p point that part out because it's like you're not always going to want to do what you know that you have to do. <laughs> it sucks. It hurts. Yes, you can cry and you can scream, but are you still going to do it? God is this is what it means when God is the comforter. I love that when, they, when the Bible says that because it's like he's going to comfort you. The, the fact that he's a comforter pr literally proves that there's going to be some, some situations on our journey that hurt us or that literally where we're going to need comfort. And sometimes it's moments like this where we, we, we have to do things that we don't want to do things that seem unfair. So just take that into consideration, um, not even just with your friend, but regard and anything, especially on your mastering, um, on your mastering journey, especially in singleness. When you're mastering yourself, you're literally trying, you're doing do new things. God is taking you to new places. Like you will not be the same person that you were coming into this mastering walk that, with yourself. You understand? So you can't be all, well, I don't want to, so I want to hold on to something. Like, no, what did God say? And um, when you saying about your friend, you don't think she, you know, really is committed to mastering herself, um, you know, that's her choice, you know, and it's, 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 it's a sad truth. Of course, it would be so beautiful. Honestly, like if everyone just stopped and think about it, like how beautiful would this earth literally be if everyone was committed to one mastering themselves and also building an intimate creation, I mean, an intimate relationship with their Lord and Savior? Like that, the world would be so different in a beautiful way. But unfortunately, it's not like that. So we can't force her. And you said, I just want to help her grow. Um, see, only God can grow people. The God in you can be an influence in that. But I just think you right now, you sis are in a in a season where you want your you you are mastering yourself. Focus on mastering yourself. Okay? She is going to see that regardless. She's going to see that transformation in her regardless. The fact that you sent her the episode, it, that was a seed and she listened to it like you said. So those seeds have been planted in her. But you can't you can't try to rush the timing for the harvest season for those seeds to manifest now. Like the seeds are planted. God's got her. Now don't spend so much energy trying to help her grow when you still got some growing to do your, yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I understand as a friend, you want to help push your friend and stuff like that. And what you can do to a certain degree and extent, but that can be your main focus because you are in a season of mastering who you are as well. So don't let that take so much of your energy and will it be a hindrance of your walk? I feel like it will hinder your growth or hinder your journey if you make it like a big, like if you make it the end all be all in your life, like if you make 
her growth your responsibility because it isn't your responsibility. And that's when it will be the hindrance. It also will be the hindrance when, you know, some things, maybe if she's not committed to mastering herself and she's not really able to hold you accountable on some things that you are trying to master in your life. And you're going to let her lack of accountability um, change the way you approach things or basically not stick to your goals. Then, yes, that will be a hindrance. So I just think, honestly, just continue focusing on you, um, but be okay with change. And you really have to ask yourself, honestly, at the end of the day, is this friendship worth the future version of myself? And if you see, is is this friendship even feeding into who I'm supposed to be because when we on when we're honestly black black or white with ourselves most of our fr- not most but some of our friendships literally aren't really doing anything for us yeah we have a good time we make memories we laugh okay cool but are you are we growing together or are we staying stagnant or are we actually kind of going back you know what I'm saying so you can't let any you can't make anyone grow that is God's job that is that is growth literally is God himself. So pray for her, but also stay focused on you. You can't force anybody to do anything that they don't want to do at the end of the day. OK. OK, I have another one. What do you do when you sense people hating slash being jealous over your accomplishments? Like, do you address it or. <laughs> OK, what do I do uh, when I sense people hate? Honestly, I'm going to let people hate. OK. I'm going to let people hate. People always going to feel some type of way. You know, I know that not everybody's going to like me, you know, and just accepting that truth. It's okay. Um, And this actually ties back into what I was saying earlier. I just humble myself. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, let me go back to this question, because it's like at the end of the day, though, literally, if, if we look at this deeper, bro. People are hating or, or they're jealous over your what? Accomplishment. At the end of the day, I'm the one with the accomplishment. I'm not saying that person doesn't have it, but I'm saying you're hating on me. So your heart posture is hardened and your, 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 your mind, like literally think of how much toxicity goes on in your brain alone to think of something negative and to actually be hateful instead of loving, number one. So you over there in the corner, mad angry jealous all this it just ugh, just thinking about those things just doesn't it sound ugly and dark like you're doing that to yourself in the corner while over here in the next corner here i am i'm in my accomplishment i'm in my blessing i'm in the promise that god has promised over my life i'm still good so you're you're hating i mean what is that going to do for me you know what I'm saying? Like you're at the end of the day, you're the one that's going to have to feel that. Like you're the one feeling that I'm over here. Good. I'm actually happy for myself. Now, the only time I see I feel like I would address it is if this person who's hating is a close friend or quote unquote family. But sometimes it's like we can't even we, we can't even take it personal. And then also what helps me humble myself and not even say nothing is sometimes because it's like I remember um, the Bible verse. We, we were not wrestling against fresh. Uh, we, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but um, principalities and evil rulers um, and stuff like that. So it's just like, bro. I'm not taking it personal with you because I know it's really not you hating on me. It's that spirit that's in you that's hating on this accomplishment. So even if I do address it, 
Because sometimes we are going to have to address it, like I said, um, with family members or certain friends. Because it's like, sis, you're supposed to be my whole best friend, but you over here hating that I just got this internship. Which one is it? So, yes, I'm going to address it. But when I when I do address it, I think this is the real key here. Everybody listen up. This is the this is the real key here. If I address it. Then I need to address it with the mind frame and mindset that I'm addressing that spirit. I'm talking to that spirit. I'm not talking to Sally Mae herself. No, Sally Mae, I'm talking to that spirit of jealousy. I'm talking straight to it. I'm acknowledging it because I see it. I'm going to address you. That's what we need to do. Sometimes we take it out on the literal person, but we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, person and person, human being to human being. It's the spirit in them. It's the spirit that they're dealing with in that moment. So the spirit of hate the spirit of jealousy, the spirit of insecurity. So yes, I'm address that. And who knows? I might just have to call you out. Okay, Sally Mae, I love you. You my best friend. But right now you be you not clapping for me. You're, you're being really jealous right now. You're dealing with the spirit of jealousy. Why? You supposed to be, you're supposed to be my best friend. If I win, we all win. If I eat, we all eat. You get what I'm saying? Like you have to address that actual spirit. And then honestly, to me, it's just like, is, is it even worth addressing? Like I'm, people think I'm playing G like 2020. I'm chilling. I'm mastering myself walking in who I am and chilling. I don't got time for the raw and all the extra nonsense. Okay. I have these things. It's like, is it even, is my energy even worth, is, is this even worth me sowing my energy into? You get what I'm saying? Like your energy, your attention is so valuable. Like you literally have to walk around and know that. Like for someone to literally even grasp my attention and I'm not cocky. I just know my identity. I know that I know my worth. You know what I'm saying? So when you walk around with the worth of, no, my attention is so valuable that it can just be given just to anything or anyone. So before I even open my mouth, is this even worth addressing? Because at the end of the day, yeah, you hating, but I'm still walking in my blessing. I'm not losing here. So what is me addressing the situation? What is it going to do for me? Especially if I don't even know you. Because the, the more that you elevate, you're going to know that more people just don't like you or people who don't even know you. I never met you a day before in my life. You don't even know who I am. But you hate me? Uh, okay, cute. Let me keep pushing. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Not everybody's going to love us or clap for us. So it's like, are you going to literally stop and address each person every single time it arises? Like, it's so draining if you do that. I don't care. As long as I'm happy and content with where I currently am, I don't need to address anything or anyone. Like I said, though, I personally would address it just depends on the scenario and the person. Like, say you my mama. Nah, I'm going to bring my sweet mother into this. But say you like my best friend or something like that and you hating. Okay, now I might need to address it because we have this covenant together. You're my best friend, our friendship. So it's just like, what's going on? And then understanding, like I said, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, okay? So when you do address it, if you ever do choose to address a person, address the spirit. Don't take it personally on that person. It's not them. It's the spirit that is driving them to do what they're doing because we need to understand that every action that we make is driven by a spirit. Literally, it's either the Holy Spirit 
God himself, the God spirit flowing, or it's a demonic spirit, which can range. And there's so many different demonic spirits. So understand sometimes it's not, it's never the person. It's the spirit. Don't look at the physical look in the spiritual. Okay. All right. Next question here is what's been your favorite part of 2019 so far? Whew. My favorite part of 2019 so far definitely had to be when I went to the transformation church conference. Um, as I say, all the time. Mike Todd and his ministry has changed my entire life. I literally wouldn't be the Jasmine Foma um, people see today if not for Transformation Church. Um, so being able to go to the new building, experience Pastor Mike preach for the first time in the new church, then have Pastor Mike prophesy into my life that night and the amazing people I met, the gems, me and Brittany just like Literally seeing God move supernaturally throughout the whole entire trip. I mean, open doors upon open doors in so many different ways. That was the most memorable days of my, like three days of my entire life. And I literally was living in the supernatural. And it made me like, I want to live like this every day. Like I was on such a spiritual high. I, I just... Yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just keep I'm gonna just keep it at that. Transformation Conference Tulsa, Oklahoma definitely has to be one of my favorite parts of 2019. Okay. Um next one is thanks to your show, I've been more conscious about the decisions I make, which has helped a lot in my mental health and peace of mind. As a person who is consciously pursuing God and viewing things from the spirit realm, how do you manage to how do you manage being around people who don't do the same? I'm struggling with this because I see what God is doing in a situation, but a person who is surface level may not even view it that way. And I don't know if I should speak up and I, sh I don't know if I should speak up or not. I know we all have our own specific wavelength and we're vibrating that we're vibrating on. So I battle with knowing when to speak on certain issues. This is a very, very great question. Um, and thank you for submitting this question in. Um, ooh, this is such a good topic. Um, but basically, in a nutshell, you're asking me, uh, let me read the one part one more time. How do you manage with being around people who don't do the same? Okay, being a, con being a person who is consciously pursuing God and viewing things from the spirit realm. How do you manage with being around people who don't do the same? Um, cause you said you're struggling when you see God, you know, in a situation so clearly like, okay, God, I see what you're doing here. Cause you're looking in the spirit and then the person next to you can be looking in the physical and they completely don't see it. And you're like, okay, do I tell them? Do I just say nothing? Like, what do I do? <laughs> I get you. I get you. Um, honestly, it varies for me. And this is why we need to use discernment. And I, I, I think, I don't want to say using discernment sounds cliche because people say that a lot, but it's like. Actually, you discern, ooh, Holy Spirit, thank you, Jesus. You discern what the Holy Spirit says. And the Holy Spirit is the voice of God. It's God. It's the God in you. It's, it's God's spirit literally living through you. You know what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit is the one saying, like, telling you, like, yeah, say this to this person or go do this, go hug that person or go, you know, like the Holy Spirit is the one literally giving you all the gems. And your discernment is, 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 is knowing that, okay, this is, I like your discernment is acknowledging that the Holy Spirit is speaking and what the Holy Spirit has told you to do. 
that is what discernment is. So it's more than just discerning, but it's like in situations like this, I literally say, I literally just try to be led by the Holy Spirit, not even try. I allow myself to be led by the Holy Spirit because there are some moments where the Holy Spirit has not led me to say anything. Sometimes I just stand there and, you know, let them think for itself, you know, but sometimes, yes, the Holy Spirit say, say this and I'll say it. And I think we need to take that into consideration, especially as believers, especially as people who are consciously pursuing God, especially as people who are seeing with their spiritual eye, they're seeing into the spirit because not everything needs your response. A wise man once said nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. A wise man once said nothing. You don't always need to put your two cents in into every um, scenario. You don't need to. But there are some times where the Holy Spirit is going to need you to speak up and say something to that person in that given time who is with the surface level mindset. And sometimes you can't even speak from your high, high spiritual, whatever level you are spiritually, you can't even speak from that pedestal sometimes sometimes you're going to have to meet them where they're at but the, but the but you see the thing is though when you're when you flow out the holy spirit you don't even have to put two and two together and think all that it's gonna come naturally so for me in scenarios like this i just when i naturally don't have anything to say like when i just naturally like okay it's like okay god i see you like there's a big revelation here this person next to me just clearly doesn't see it but you're not moving me to say anything you you haven't said you know elaborate for them like you literally just have graced me to say just stand there and just listen to what they're saying so I'm gonna do that but there have been situations where somebody been been so surface level talking 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 and God was like uh-uh yeah drop some kingdom wisdom on them real quick and then I drop that kingdom wisdom so it's understanding when and when not to speak which honestly comes from discerning the Holy Spirit's voice and let me just say this because somebody's listening and is wondering, how do I know the Holy Spirit's voice? How do I know if it's the Holy Spirit, if it is aligning with the word of God? Do you see why your devotion life in the word of God, a.k.a. the Bible, do you see why that is so important for your spiritual health and maturity? Because the more that you read the word of God, the more that you understand the voice of God, because the word of God is literally God speaking. He speaks through his word. The more that you put your face in the word, you're going to understand you're going to be able to hear God's voice because we live in a fallen state of the world. The world is in a fallen state. So it's 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 hard, with, especially with so much going on in the world. So it's it's a lot of loudness. It's a lot of, you know, things going on. So sometimes the 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 loudness of the world can over overshadow God's voice in our lives. And this is why when you have the word of God, you can you'll hear, you'll, you'll, you'll literally get thoughts. You'll hear it's a small, still voice and it's in alignment with what the word of God says. If it is not in alignment with the word of God, it's not God. You know what I'm saying? So the more that you familiarize yourself with the word of God, the more that you um, put your face in his word, the more that you'll start to discern the Holy Spirit and understand the Holy Spirit. He's it's a person like he's alive. It's literally the spirit of Jesus, bro. He's alive. He has a personality. So sometimes I'm working on this more and more, but I like, good morning, Holy Spirit. What are we finna do today? Holy Spirit, where are you finna lead me today? What are we finna do? Cause that is your, that's your helper in this life. That's your GPS, God, you know? So 
understand um, that not every time everything needs a response, but also, you know, just making sure that we're not getting prideful as well um, with things like that, um, because, you know, yes, a person can be surface level. And as much as I mean, for one, despise surface level conversation, I can't let a surface level person make me boost my head up. I still humble myself and still listen to them because there's revelation in everything. Believe it or not, a surface level person, you can get so much revelation from all the nonsense that sometimes they say. True, honest to God truth. You really can. But sometimes if you're always so in your head because on their their surface level, let me think of the ways to counter argue their statement because it's false and I know more. Like you're you're blocking yourself from a, a learning experience because you can learn from anything, anyone. It doesn't matter what your age is or your nationality or whatever, the, whatever else. You can learn from anyone. So, yeah, I just I just don't take it personal. And then I also pray for them when I'm done with them. Like I'm like, Lord, you know, I pray that they grow deeper on their spiritual walk and they come more in tune with your voice. Like I literally pray for the surface level peeps. I really do. Um, I have another one. I really admire your love for God. Your relationship with him is really inspiring. What is one thing you, you'd recommend someone to help grow their relationship with God? Um, I think kind of like I just said earlier, but this is kind of verbatim. I mean, okay, obviously the Bible re- reading the word, um, recommend the Bible project on YouTube to help you understand what the Bible is and understand and basically help you understand the Bible more. So when you do read it for yourself, you understand what you're reading because the Bible project breaks it down so great. Look it up on YouTube. Um, but for me, I definitely feel like one thing would be sermons, like find a, a good pastor, like your online pastor. I'm so thankful, honestly, for where we currently are um, in this day and age in society, like having YouTube. Do you know how much access we have to different ministries all across the world via video? People didn't have this 20, 30 years ago. You know what I'm saying? There was no transformation church live stream on 25, 30 years ago, but we have it now. So it's just for me, I definitely would just honestly recommend watching at least a sermon a day. And it's not a lot. It sounds like a lot, but it's really not that much. Like me lately, like I said, I think I said this earlier in the show, I've been like listening to one sermon, like at least a sermon before I go to bed. Like every night I'm, I'm watching a sermon and then I'm going to sleep. Like, and just making that consistent um, routine in your life. Like, you have to have some sort of routine that helps with your spiritual life. Like, that it's serious and you need to protect that at all times. This is going back to what I was saying in the beginning. You have to literally put God in your schedule and make a specific time that is specifically allocated for you and God. You and God only. So, yeah, definitely a sermon. Um some people, because well, would you recommend some? I will recommend Sarah Jake Roberts. I love her. I love, obviously, Transformation Church with Michael Todd. Pam Ross, she's from All Nations Worship Assembly Chicago. She's, a, I like some of hers. Um, Torrey Roberts, that's Sarah Jake Roberts' um, husband. Um, Stephen Furtick. Uh, you know, those are just, just are just some, but there's some really good ones. Oh, Priscilla something. Um, but yeah, just YouTube, YouTube be my best friend. I don't even be on Netflix as much anymore. Cause I'd be so into watching these sermons. And what I think is so cool is especially when these pastors be doing these series, it's literally like, just like how you had your show. <laughs> literally it's like how you have your favorite TV show. And each week is like the next episode. Like that is how these series are with sermons. 
Like, especially Crazy Faith. Right now, Pastor Mike is on part 19. Part 19 of this series. And the series has been so mind-blowing. So it's like, we can take these same principles that we put into our favorite Netflix shows that we binge watch. How about you binge watch some sermons? Not only are they entertaining and great, but you're growing spiritually and you're connecting with your Lord. Like, it's a win-win-win. And you're gaining and growing in wisdom. It's amazing. And then you can apply these things to your life. So sermons definitely at least once a day. Um, and yeah, so that's cool. One more. <laughs> I got, hey, Jazz, what do you think about being friends with benefits with your ex? Is this a real question? I just honestly, it's not even about the ex part. I, I, I don't I don't see why a person want to be friends with benefits, period. You're literally giving someone benefits of something like that, that they don't truly deserve. Like, I'm going to say this, bro. No, I don't. I don't think it's a no go, especially if you're putting with an ex. It's like you're an ex for a reason. So why are we why are we doing what we do? We're not even together. Then friends with benefits is like we don't even have a certain boundary and you can only get hurt from, I feel like for me, this is my personal opinion, but I feel like you can only get hurt with friends when it comes to friends with benefits, because it's like, there's no boundary set in place because you guys are friends with benefits. Like where is the boundary? Are there any boundaries? Cause you guys are crossing so many different lines. And it's like when there aren't any boundaries, it's just, I feel like that's where toxic things can happen because there's no clear cut, concise boundaries put in place. If you are my friend, you are my friend. You are not getting the benefits of my boyfriend. And the, can we understand that there's a difference between a boyfriend benefits and then husband benefits? Because some people are trying to give the husband benefits to the boyfriend. And it's like, if you do that, if you're giving your boyfriend quality, I mean, benefits of what you would give your husband now, God, when y'all do get married, what is the difference? What, what is, what is new? What, what, what is, what is, what is next? You've already been treating this person like your husband who isn't your husband. That's your boyfriend. I don't care if y'all been together for 10 years. That is your boyfriend. There still needs to be boundaries until that person becomes now your husband or your wife. Then boom, it's a, it's a new set of things. And now you can tap into because when we're now in a new stage in our relationship, do you understand? So with friends, what benefits are we talking about here? And we, we you, I know what your question, what you meant. And it's just like, why I, me personally, I just couldn't do it. Number one, I don't do the friends with benefits the stuff regardless, regardless if I dated you or not. So of course I'm not going to do it with, with an ex. And it's, it's only, it's because I love myself too much. I know my worth. So how dare I just slap on friends with benefits? That's like me. I don't truly love myself if I'm doing that. And that's just my personal opinion. I ain't coming to nobody. Do what you want to do, whatever. I mean, that's your, it's your life. It's your free will. But me personally, I truly don't love myself if I'm allowing myself to be someone's friend with benefit and we don't have, we're not official and I'm giving you pieces of me and you're not even my man, not even my, my husband. Okay. No, hell no. Not going to happen. Not here. Not in this house. You can find it with the next chick down the street, but me and her are not the same. <laughs> that's, that's what people got to understand. We're not the same. So, um, that is, um, all the questions I'm going to answer, um, today in today's episode. Um, and wow, uh, 
this is crazy. I can't believe this is the really the, the season finale. Um, I really am shook that this is the season finale, y'all. Oh my god, man, I had such a ball. Um, this season, we just really covered a lot of stuff and a lot of healing and a lot of clarity has just been given. And it's, it's so amazing. Um, your girl is going on sabbatical, basically vacay and just relaxing. Um, tomorrow, literally tomorrow morning, 5am, I'll be, um, heading to Nigeria. I'm going back home, um, visiting family. Um, it's been four years since I've been back home and, I'm just really excited uh, for this for this trip, man. Um, family is everything to me. If you don't know me, just know that um, I love me some Jesus and I love me some family and I love me some Chipotle <laughs> for real. And I love to talk. <laughs> that is like the top four. God, family. What was it? God. I said Jesus family, Chipotle in the talk. Oh, and myself, obviously. Those are the five things. I'm gonna put myself before Chipotle. But then yeah, um, so I'm just really excited for that. Um, so I'm gonna kind of be MIA, maybe a little bit. Y'all might see like a couple flicks and pictures of me here and there. You know what I'm saying? With that Nigeria sun glazing on your girl. But I'm excited and I'm so excited. Um, but I wanna um just leave off with this family. I want you to understand that the process is such the, the 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 process aka the season of preparation it is such a beautiful amazing season it is so amazing and i see so many of us trying to rush this process we're we're trying to skip past it because we want more we want the next thing we want that person we want that job we want that career you have to submit to whatever season God has called you in. You Do you want to be the author of your life or do you want God to be the author of your life? Understand with us, we're, limit, we're, we're limited people. We can only do so much. Don't believe me? Okay, try to see how long you can last underwater without an oxygen tank. Proof right there, you're limited. God, he's limitless. And let me also say, when we pray, we are now connecting heaven and earth. When you pray, you are pulling from the heavenly realm when you pray to your Lord, when you pray to God, right? The heavenly realm has no limit. This is why we can't be afraid to ask God crazy things in prayer. Why? Because there's no limit to God. There's no limit to what heaven can do. It is a limitless realm in the spirit. You just have to have faith and it's going to now manifest now into the physical in God's divine timing and understand that God doesn't, God never says no. He either says, yes, here it is. Yes, wait. And I have better. I can top that. If God just answered every single pray prayer that you prayed and asked for verbatim, how would he be this exceeding, exceedingly and abundantly God? How would he? So we have to understand that sometimes God isn't going to answer that, that exact prayer how you want it. But understand if he doesn't, that you should start getting excited because he's going to do, give you bigger and better than what you asked for exceedingly and abundantly, dude. 
And all you have to do is focused on is focus on his kingdom, focus on the kingdom of God, focus on his kingdom. Don't focus about the chick. Don't focus about the dude. Don't focus about the money. Focus on the kingdom. Focus on the kingdom. Everything is going to shift and come together how it needs to be. Some of our focus is literally not on God. And some of some of you believe, you know, God exists, even though devils know that, too. Demons know that. So, I mean, knowing God exists and his power. Okay, cute. I mean, that's not really anything. But if you're, if, is your, is your, is your focus on the kingdom? Is your focus on being in alignment with his kingdom every second of the day, at least trying? I'm not saying that you have to be perfect. I'm not, I mean, I'm not perfect is what I'm trying to say. We're not perfect human beings. We're messed up individuals. But if you are putting an effort every single day, every second, you're trying, you're thinking about the kingdom. You want to advance his kingdom. You want to better understand his kingdom. You want to feel his kingdom. Everything is going to come together how it should be. Seek first the kingdom of God above all else. Then everything else shall be added onto you. True, honest to God story. Some people look at me as this big person which is flattering but to me I feel like I'm just little old Jasmine Charlie I really am and but I did see the shift in my life take place because I remember when I wasn't really I when I, I remember those seasons when I was struggling in my depression and felt invisible and overlooked but do you know literally I'm not going to downplay myself. I said I'm done downplaying myself because you guys say I'm not even nowhere big yet. But honestly, that's a lie. I'm transforming lives and I literally am, am helping people get clear on their purpose and strengthening their relationship with God. I may not be where I want to be, but I ain't where I used to be. Okay, I deserve I, I, I need to give myself some credit for that. But I'm saying where I am now I promise you, this is the secret because some people ain't going to quote unquote, I'm, not everybody used this secret method. Some people really sold their souls to the devil to get to where they at. But me as a believer, I didn't do that. But I'm going to tell you how I got here. I don't, I don't, my, there's, people need to understand there's room for all of us to eat. Ain't nothing to be, you know, power hungry over. You know what I'm saying? Hem, God is limitless. Stop putting a cap on God. So here's, here's, the, here's, the, here's the secret sauce. I promise you, I'm not joking. I promise you, I'm not joking. Take this into consideration for 2020. All I did, I promise you, God honest truth. I focused on strengthening my relationship with God. I became intentional. I sought reading the Bible. I was teaching myself to read the Bible, the stories. I spent that extra time. If I didn't understand something, YouTubed it, Googled it searching now just seeking God's kingdom I promise you then everything just started slowly but surely God was putting things together putting things together I kid you not that is all you need God like God God needs to be your main focus like your main sometimes I think some people think God okay on Sunday going to church or every other day but when God is your main focus, when God truly has your heart, when you, when you spend time just working on your relationship with him, my relationship with God has got me to where I currently am today. I promise you there is nothing else. There's nothing else. 
I give all credit and glory to God. I don't want none of this credit. I don't want none of nothing. I don't want none. No, it's give it to him. This is him. This is him that's been working through me. It's God. That that's my secret sauce. It's God. This is why I talk so much about him. This is why if you follow me on Twitter, I tweet so much about him. I can't shut up about the man. I can't. I'm in love with him. Like I'm deeply in love with him. Ooh, if Jesus was, I mean, even though Jesus was a real person, but I mean like Jesus, like, Ooh, my Jesus. I love me some Jesus. Okay. He's everything that I need. And when I just seek his kingdom, everything, I promise you, everything falls together. I'm not stressed. I'm not worried. God provides blessing upon blessing food on my table. Literally the last week of school before I got out for finals and stuff like that. Do you know God provided a meal for me every single day? I had nothing in my fridge. Well, I had some food in my fridge, but not really. Every single day, a person blessed me with some food. I kid you not. God honest to God truth. God opens doors. I all like all God is like, I'm going to handle the rest. Can you just seek my kingdom and be obedient to me and my word? That's it. So before you start complaining about how you hate where you currently are in your life, ask yourself, are you seeking God's kingdom day in and day out? Are you in this for the long run? Or are you only seeking God when you need uh, saving like a SOS? You put yourself in a crappy situation. And I'm not saying don't call on God when you get in those crappy situations, but God is more than just your help me SOS. He's your best friend. He wants to do your life with you. He's a comedian. Gotta be cracking me up, bro. God is so funny. He's hilarious. He's so kind. He's so gangsta. Ooh, I love me some God. God got some personality to him, boy. Like, people be trying to put God in the box. God is a gangster. Bro, Jesus was a gangster. He told people like it was. He didn't care. He did not sugarcoat. Jesus was trill. He was speaking the stuff that people knew but didn't want to say. I read you some Luke, boy. Ooh, Jesus, I, I ain't finna talk about you too much longer. I love you, though. I love you. But seriously, fam, um... That's really, I just want us to focus on that. Like, understand, like, that's all you really need to focus on. Especially in 2020, focus on the kingdom of God and watch where you will be by the end of the year. And I know it can be hard sometimes because literally we're, we live in a world where it's so much going on. We live in a world that is literally fighting against the kingdom. <laughs> I know. And I know it's hard, but this is something that you have to fight for. You have to fight for this relationship with God. You have to fight because the devil and his demons, he's, he's going to try to do everything to separate you from God. But God is always, he's eagerly pursuing you. You know what I'm saying? So man, I'm going to end with this. Okay. I need you to get ready. You got until now, until February 16th. Yeah, your girl done said it. February 16th, 2020, season three. What's up? Stop playing with me. We have a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do. We got some generational curses to break. And we got an inheritance to receive from our Lord and Savior. We got an inheritance to receive. 
We're living the fullness of our life. So if you are ready, I'm going to see you February 16th. Follow the Babbling with Jazz Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm going I'm to be active on there. I'm going to be posting, you know, my, 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 my words of babble, my words of encouragement until we, until we see season three. But get ready. And honestly, I'm going to just ask you this. Leave a review if this season has touched you, like literally on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Say how this show has changed your life. And then also share this with someone. Share, share these series with someone these episodes and you can still play these episodes back to yourself i still be doing it i'm like oh jazz you said that oh i'm I'm raw i'm cool like yeah i said that but we got some work to do come 2020 february 16th i'm not playing no more family we have an inheritance to receive and we got some generational curses to break are you down if you are down i'm gonna see you february 16th start spreading the word pray for your girl i'm gonna be in nigeria with my family and in like a day and i'm excited and i just want to say honestly from the bottom of my heart thank you all so much i cannot express this enough i do this for you i don't do this for me so i can be known and stuff (laughs) i'm just the girl who like to talk who got a little bit of gangster in her <laughs> and who love her some Jesus and some Chipotle. In the name of Jesus, I will have a sponsorship by Chip- with Chipotle, claiming it in the name of Jesus. But um, that's, that's it. I do this because I'm passionate, seriously passionate about people being the best versions of themselves. I, I seriously want that for you. My one-on-one coaching and group coaching opens up 2020 be on the lookout for that if you want to work with me because i promise you 2020 is going to be so big for you and understand lastly humble yourself all i did was seek god's kingdom and humble myself and i let god do the rest i didn't boast or brag and each time I do boast, or not boast, but each time I do, you know, thank God about my accomplishments to people, I, I still remind myself or others like this, I'm nothing without God. Like this isn't me. This is just the, the power of God through me. I don't want no credit. I want God to get all the glory for this. And I just thank you so much. Thank you for allowing me to babble my ears off to you to the point where your life is transformed. You have no clue how much that means to me. You have no clue how much that means to me. And um, it's amazing seeing where God will take you just through obedience. I will never forget that day on August 15th when I was in my room frustrated. And God said, start the podcast now. And I did it. I didn't know it was going to be all like this. God isn't always going to tell you everything that's going to happen. He's going to give you a word, and it's up to you if you're going to move. And that's what I did. I love you. And I'm going to see you February 16th, because we got some works to do. We got some demons to rebuke, and we got some curses to break, and we have an inheritance 
you receive. Until then, as I always say, positive vibes only, stay true to yourself, and remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life, which is God's will.